It's our final podcast before NBA free agency begins. Welcome in, Heart and Hustle Pod. When you hear the music, you know we're about to drop a new one. Nick Gronowitz here. Scott Inez is with me. This is our 33rd episode here on Heart and Hustle. So if you're listening for the first time to all the latest and greatest magic news, all the analysis, you have plenty to go back on and uh, and listen to uh, on the Orlando Pinstripe Post Podcast Network. Uh, he is Scott Inez, joining me as he does every single pod. You can hear him weekdays on ESPN 580 Orlando 4-6 to six, and follow him on Twitter at Inez Says. And make sure you do that. Click that follow button this weekend because Scott will have all oh, the break- very all very of interesting follow. You're gonna have all of the magic reactionary news. Yeah. Um. And you can follow me, uh, Nick Grunowitz, aka Nikki Football, on ESPN 580 at ESPN 580 Nick. And uh, you can hear me weekdays with Scotty on ESPN 584 to six. And whenever whenever we have local programming, basically, because um, I'm <laughs> bolted to the chairs at ESPN 580. Uh, buddy, we made it. Uh, yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. As we are recording this, um, 1.30 on a Friday, what are we, uh, 24.48, and we're about 52 hours away? Yeah. Yeah, 52 and a half hours away from NBA free agency beginning, and I am not going to lie to anyone out there that is listening, that has clicked, subscribed, rated, reviewed, unsubscribed, re-rated, re-reviewed, the whole thing, and left us some great comments about the podcast um, I have no idea what is going to happen <laughs> for the Orlando Magic when it comes to Nick Vucevic and Terrence Ross. Yeah, uh, there is a lot of momentum. It feels like. Let's start with Nick Vucevic. Okay. Um, feels like there's a lot of momentum to him coming back here to Orlando. It it does, but then again, you never know. We're taping this on Friday afternoon, early on a Friday afternoon. Yeah, one thirty. So we're a little more than 48 hours out from the moratorium beginning or whatever you want to call it, free agency. When tampering is finally legal. Exactly. When they don't have to pretend anymore. We all know what's going on right now, but um, what is going to happen with the Magic's Nikola Vucevic? Um, I think, you know, I I think it was in the last podcast or the podcast previous to the last one, we talked about Nikola Vucevic possibly going to the Boston Celtics, that Danny Ainge may be setting his sights on Vuce. However, we are hearing now that there is an awful lot of momentum building for Kemba Walker signing that four-year $141 million deal with the Boston Celtics going from Charlotte uh, to Boston. Um, that would be, I think, a big win for the Orlando Magic and a big win for those of us in the Nikola Vucevic camp who want to him to come back to the Orlando Magic next year. But just for the sake of discussion, let, let's let's cross Boston off the list for now. Right. If you start monitoring the market, we talked about right. this yesterday, actually, on ESPN 580. We'll do it here again. If you start monitoring the market, the big suitors for Nick Vucevic are Boston. Yep. The Sacramento Kings, right. the Dallas Mavericks, yep. the Orlando Magic, yep. and there was another report uh, the about LA them. Lakers. The, I'm sorry, the LA Lakers and, and the New York Knicks. Our guy Scott Perry, the assistant GM to Rob Hennigan when he was here in Orlando, yep. according to reports, would be interested in getting the old band back together <laughs> with Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris and Nick Vucevic. So yeah. there's six or seven teams yeah. um, that could be interested, are interested in Nick Vucevic. But if Kemba Walker signs in Boston, 
scratch them off the let, list. Let's let's scratch. Look for, for now. For now on this Friday afternoon, let's scratch Boston off the list. Although you never know what Danny Ainge is going to do. Right. Let Let's then take a look at the L.A. Lakers because what they did earlier this week was they traded basically. The rest of their roster, what do they have? Four or five players on their roster as They basically have right like now. Kuzma, LeBron, AD, and... and two uh, guys we've never heard of. Yeah, like Alex Caruso, who played more for the South Bay Lakers last right, year. Right, right. They traded those three guys, including Mo Wagner, to the Washington Wizards. So they open up... Had you heard of any of those guys? Uh, other than Mo Wagner, no. Wagner, because he played for Michigan, right? Exactly. In the NCAA <laughs> exactly. tournament. But like Isaac Bonka, and yeah, yeah th- those guys... They they had no shots. Yeah. So Washington did Rob Palenka and the Lakers a favor. Yeah. By I mean, like they got three deal. young guys. I mean, why not? Okay. All it did was cost you some cash. And Washington's in a precarious spot because of the John Wall thing. Go okay. Ahead. All right. But but now the Lakers have about thirty two million to play with. One more question. Just yeah. Has Washington hired a GM yet? That's a good question. The answer is no. They haven't hired. So, so they who's making these deals? I mean, like, they're. Ted Leonce is making these deals? No, I mean, their assistant GM, their interim GM is doing this, but I mean, like, the Masai Ujiri thing was all the right. rage right That's after true. the finals, yeah. but they haven't hired anybody That's right. yet. Yeah, Ernie Grunfeld uh, was fired a number of months ago. That's a good point about the Washington Wizards. But let's go back to the LA Lakers. $32 million to spend here. They have a roster full of, what, four or five players right now? Five players as it stands right now. Uh, could they give a portion of that $32 million to a Nikola Vucevic? They could. They could. They very well could. But to me, you've got to be more judicious with that $32 million. Know that you have to round out the roster. You need at least seven or eight more guys on that roster. Right. So the latest report about Nick Vucevic is he's seeking deals worth $25 million annually. Now, I mean, the, the amount can fluctuate, but they want to end up with somewhere around $25 million a year. So if Vooch gets 25 mil in that first year, let's say you've got seven mil left to work with and you have another big guy too. You don't really need yeah. a big guy of Vooch's quality on and that Anthony team. Davis, right? Yes. So if I'm the LA Lakers, I turn my sights elsewhere. I'm not looking at Nikola Vucevic. I'm looking at two or three guys with that 32 mil who I can bring in to put around an Anthony Davis and a LeBron James, because what were the Lakers criticized about last year in putting those guys around LeBron? Nobody could shoot. You, you need shooters around LeBron James. Now, who will they go out and get? Maybe uh, a Danny Green, perhaps a, a J.J. Redick, uh, some other shooters out there on the free agent market. But if on the L.A. Lakers, I can't be spending 20, 25 million on Nikola Vucevic. I cannot do that when I know that I have to be as smart as possible with that 32 million. So for the sake of argument here, let's cross them off. Okay, let's cross Boston off the Nikola Vucevic list. Okay. Let's cross the L.A. Lakers off that list as well. So what are we left with? We're left with... Uh, let's do the Sacramento Kings okay, next let's go, year. Let's there, was, there was actually a write-up about this this morning. Uh, was this Brian Windhorst this morning? Yes, it was um, on ESPN. But we'll get to Sacramento. We have Sacramento-Dallas left in this, yeah, in this New conversation. York and well. the New York Knicks. Yes. Let, let, let's go Sacramento because we had heard last week that Sacramento was actually crossing off. That they were backing off. That they were backing off Nick Vucevic because they were concerned about, you know, kind of uh, the, the stereotype with Vuce, which is slow lumbering center holding us up right. a little they bit more up-tempo offense. They have Marvin Bagley, too. Uh, do they want to give those post-touches to Bagley or to Nick Vucevic or something like that? Yeah. Um, Brian Windhorst wrote this morning, the mm. Kings are interested in adding a center this offseason, mm. and there's space for them to do it, even with re-signing Harrison Barnes, who 
That's right. He's on the Kings now. Mm. It would require them to move on from Willie Cauley-Stein, who wants that anyway, and his agent has asked the Kings to let him do so. They potentially have room to make an aggressive offer to Al Horford, but they'd have a number of top centers on their list. According to sources, the Kings could chase Brooke Lopez and Nick Vucevic. Um, Lopez, of course, played for Luke Walton with the Lakers. Mm. So it seems as if the Kings are in the Horford-Lopez Vucevic sweepstakes mm, uh, w- with Vooch being what third or fourth on that list. Well, I mean, like I, but I don't think Horford's going there. So I would put, I, I would take Horford off that list. Brooke Lopez is really interesting, and I don't think Milwaukee's going to let him go. I think they're going to yeah. offer him enough for him to stay to play next to the MVP. So uh, we've gone from two th- a list of three guys there to one very quickly. Yeah, I, I it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I. I am inclined to cross Sacramento off the list right now. Okay. And again, anything could happen here in the next, oh, 48, 72 hours. But I am inclined right now to say that Sacramento is not as interested as they seemingly once were in Nikola Vucevic with some of those centers out there like an Al Horford and Lopez as well. So, again, for the sake of argument, let's go ahead and cross Sacramento off the list too. Okay, so that leaves the Dallas Mavericks and quite possibly the New York Knicks. Dallas Mavericks, same deal in terms of Sacramento. They're concerned, apparently, from what I read, about Nikola Vucevic kind of slowing them down, and you've got Kristaps Porzingis, and there's a concern of pairing the two possibly in a starting lineup there, uh, and they're a little concerned about being too slow a basketball team in a league that is playing up-tempo offense. So, uh, again, again, for the sake of argument here, Nick. Yeah. Let's go ahead and cross Dallas off the list. Uh, you could definitely do that, yes. Okay, so so that leaves the Orlando Magic and the New York Knicks. Um, now, Scott Perry has come out and apparently told Stephen A. Smith, apparently Stephen A. has a direct line to Scott Perry. I mean, that's not a surprise. Perry has told Stephen A. Smith that they will not go out and sign uh, sub-tier one free agents. Now, I don't know what a sub-tier one free agent is. Is that Nikola Vucevic? Yes. I'm, I, I mean, no, yes. It would seem to no, be, yes. No offense to, Nick, no, yes. no offense to Nick Vucevic, but that is outside of really the seven or eight guys that we've talked about the most. Kyrie, Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant, Kemba Walker. Um, I would put D'Angelo Russell actually on that list of quote-unquote tier one guys. Um, and I'm missing a few names here, of course, but Nick Vucevic but, is but, not on that list. But, but you and I agree with that, but what does Scott Perry's list look like? Okay, and come Sunday at that 5 o'clock. That is a great way to put that. You're right. Right, like come Sunday at 5 o'clock, like, okay, I got nobody. Like Durant is going either back to Golden State or or to uh, to Brooklyn, and so is Kyrie, and, and I, I, Kawhi's going either to the Clippers or back to Toronto, maybe the Lakers. Like, I'm, I want to be shut out here. I got to go out and sign somebody, they, don't I? I mean, like, they have to sign someone because they need some dudes on their team, too. Like, they did that poor Zingas deal. Yes, they've drafted R.J. Barrett. I know they have Kevin Knox and they have Dennis Smith Jr., but uh, there is going to be a feeling there with James Dolan, the owner, like, hey, we are left out in the cold. We got to throw some money at somebody. This uh, is how actually bad deals get done. But uh, as Scott Perry told Stephen A. Smith, Scott Perry said, we will, instead of signing a sub-tier free agent, we will build with the youth that we built on this team right now. I will believe that when I see I, exactly. it. Exactly. You're is in New anti, York, dude. It is anti-New York Knicks. You're in New York. That is not what the Knicks have done throughout their their franchise's history. But 
I will say, I believe that would be the right move for New York. But back to but, Nick but, Vucevic. But there's a reason why you traded Chris Stapp's Porzingis at right. the trade deadline, other than him demanding a trade. But still, you open up a, a couple of salary spots. And you mean to tell me the New York Knicks, the vaunted Knicks, right? The mighty Knicks. Haven't won a championship since 1973. They can't get one top-tier free agent to come. What does they that say cannot. about what does that say about the Knicks? What does it say about the ownership and James Dolan as well? But I'm looking at the New York well, did Knicks. Did you see Stephen A. Smith said today that the Knicks will get a phone call conversation with Kevin Durant? That's probably <laughs> it. The well, dude, that's a telltale. The dude is in New York. If you get a right, phone call, right, right. Uh, it's that's not even a meeting. No, that's an embarrassment. No, uh, the, these players know that the Knicks still are a dumpster fire. So uh, the New York Knicks, are they interested in Nikola Vucevic? Via Stephen A's reporting, if what he's reporting is true, Scott Perry not interested in the the second-tier free agents, then you would think, Nick, you would think that we can cross off Nikola Vucevic on the New York Knicks list, which leaves one team right now. Hey. I mean, how many months have we been talking about? What's the market going to be for Nick Vucevic? We don't know because this is a league that – Loves up-tempo. They love their guards. They love to shoot the three. Uh, what is the market going to be for a Nick Vucevic? Are we finding that out now 48 hours prior to the deadline? I mean, I think we are right. I, it, there's, it's a, and again, it's things a, can change. It's a soft market for him, and when I say that is it's going to change based upon where guys end right. up. Like the dominoes falling. He's yeah. a second-tier yeah. free agent, which means you wait for the first guys, and then they get to you. Yeah. So. As we saw with Aaron Gordon last year, the market dried up. AG comes back to Orlando. That could happen with Nick Vucevic. But I also feel, and you and I have both had conversations with people, I'm sure, that the Magic are very interested in bringing Nick Vucevic back. Uh, Zach Lowe was on uh, J.J. Reddick's podcast, actually, today and said that he expects the Magic to keep Nick Vucevic in free agency. Quote, they want to compete. They don't want to take a step back. So it feels as if there is a lot of momentum towards Nick Vucevic returning to Orlando. By the way, did J.J. Reddick say anything about where he's going next year on his own podcast? Um, I, he did not. <laughs> Probably no. did not. No, no. Um, look, I, I, it looks as if right now, and again, things could change. It looks as if right now the market is drying up a little bit for Nikola Vucevic, which is a wonderful thing for Magic President of Basketball Operations, Jeff Weltman, because like you said, Last year at this time, the same thing happened with Aaron Gordon. Now, Aaron was a restricted free agent. Correct. That was a little easier for the Magic. A little easier. They had all the control. Now they have no control. Right. But but you go out and sign Aaron Gordon to a what what is a team-friendly four-year, $76 million deal. What happens with Nikola Vucevic? Can you get him on the same type of deal? I don't think so. I think Vuce is going to command at least $20, $22 million a year. Can't believe I just said that, but I mean that—that's—that's that's what he's going to command, I would think. So if you can get Vooch four years, ninety, hundred million dollars—that's that's right, hundred and ten. I think if you go four years, a hundred million dollars, and maybe there's a player option after that third year that allows him to get back to the market. You have a deal everyone can be yeah. happy with. You started at about thirty, thirty, thirty million dollars in that first year. And you 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 know you make it a step down kind of a deal, just like what Aaron Gordon signed. He gets his money. The team gets a little bit of flexibility. It's good for everybody. I'm not just trying to make this out like Nick Vucevic shouldn't get his money, but 
uh, that's kind of the type of deal I would I would like to see them do. Well, I would love to see Nikola Vucevic back in a Magic uniform. Let's see what that market looks like here in another 24 to 48 hours. I'd also love to see Terrence Ross back in a Magic uniform. Right. We're going to get to Terrence Ross uh, and his options. What we're hearing, uh, there's been a lot of, there's been a lot more conversation about Terrence Ross than there has Nick Vucevic. Our expectations with that and also a few potential free agents the Magic could go sign. There are some rumors on that coming up right after the break. All right, Scotty, let's get to Terrence Ross. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a good feeling that the Magic are going to come back and bring Terrence Ross here to Orlando. That being said, though, he fits with every single team that is looking for a shooter, a scorer, a sixth man, and he's coming off of the best season in his career. So uh, it's going to be tough, I think, and a lot a lot tougher for the Magic to bring him back than Nick Vucevic. Yeah, we talked about Vooch, and I, I think the consensus right now is that the market seems to be drying up just a little bit for Nick Vucevic. It's I think, not for Terrence I think Ross. you can say the opposite for Terrence Ross. Yeah, I agree. Right? I think because just what you said, 38% from three career year, 15 points per game off the bench for the Magic last year. We desperately want the human torch back, but there are other teams out there, and the team that scares me the most. Well, we just talked about them. We just talked about them. The L.A. Lakers. This is a team that has $32 million to play with. If I were the Lakers, I look, as, as soon as Kawhi says no, and I do believe Kawhi is going to say no to the L.A. Lakers. Then you have to move on and try to divvy up that 32 mil as judiciously as you possibly can. And if I were trying to form out my roster, make out my roster, right, if you I, were Rob Palenka, I would look at Terrence Ross first and foremost. If I were Rob Palenka, I would look at Terrence Ross. There are some other guys out there like J.J. Redick and maybe a Danny Green. Mm-hmm. I would try to put as many shooters on this roster as possible because that's the that's the mistake that the Lakers made last year with rounding out the roster around LeBron James. I would look at Terrence Ross first, and, and I hate to say that, and and I'm I'm hoping that they do not do that. But I'm looking at a guy like Terrence Ross, who 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 kept his ego in check. Here in Orlando, he came did. off the bench. No problems whatsoever with Terrence Ross. No drama whatsoever. Career numbers last year. Really stayed healthy for the first year in Orlando last season. I need shooters around LeBron James and Anthony Davis. This guy would set up very, very nicely. He's from the West Coast up in Washington. He kind of comes back to the West Coast, comes back home, if you will, I think Terrence Ross would look great in a Laker uniform. I'm hoping that is not the case. But if I'm the Lakers and Rob Palenka, I go after T. Ross first. And I offer, look, we only have 32 mil to play with if we're the Lakers and we want multiple players within that 32 mil. What's the starting price for Terrence Ross? Last year, what was he making in Orlando, Nick? Was he making 10, 12 mil, uh, something like that? He was 10. Was I, believe, 10 I believe he was 10. I can get that number for you. I, Just I've got to think here. that Terrence Ross and his first-year salary is, is going to have to command, I would think, with the year he had last year, 15, That's, 17? It feels like 15. It, it does. But if he goes uh, to the Lakers, i got to tell you, man, look at that roster. He's going to start. Oh, gosh. He's, he's going to start for the L.A. Lakers, Nick. So what 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 by the way he made 105 last year. 105. Yeah. What what's your number? If, if you're the Orlando Magic, you have to have a number for Nick Vucevic, you also have to have have a number for Terrence Ross. And again, I think that number's going off for Ross and down for Vooch at least right now on this Friday afternoon that we're taping. I I am 
I, I hate the L.A. Lakers, as you well know. I know you Can't do. stand them. Couldn't stand them when I was a kid. Can't stand them today because they steal everybody's players. Uh, look at LeBron and Anthony Davis and going back to Shaq and Kareem and the whole thing. And uh, But uh, I, I will say this. I am concerned that the L.A. Lakers are highly interested in Terrence Ross because if I were Rob Polinka, I would be. And another team that we haven't really talked about in, in the T. Ross sweepstakes is Indiana. I'm hearing Indiana wow. a lot out there being interested in Terrence Ross. I had not seen much of that. This is kind of a new team. Uh, I had not heard much of Indiana. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm hearing and reading. Darren Collison Indiana. decides to leave. Um, and, they- and like, but, but like you said, th- there's not a team out there who wouldn't want a Terrence Ross. Right? I mean, because that that's the game we're playing today. We're playing the three-point game, and we have a guy who doesn't bring any drama to the roster, to the locker room, a guy who shoots 38% from three, a good dude. So I, I think th- those are just two names that I'm hearing right now. There are probably many others. But again, I think the, I think the price, I think the price is going up for T. Ross, and it's going to be interesting to see what Jeff Weltman's threshold is for Terrence Ross. Yeah, and I think at the end of the day, while I would bring Terrence Ross back instead of Nick Vucevic, I think the magic will bring Nick Vucevic back too. over Terrence I Ross because yeah. he's been with the organization longer. Yeah. He was the all-star last right, year. Right. Um, I would not do that. I would bring T. Ross back, and 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 we'll see. We'll see because yeah. there's also there's a lot of swingmen that are on the market. There's you know there's Ross, there's Danny Green, there's uh, there's True. JJ Redick. I True. mean, there are a lot of those guys, but only one of those guys hit. Over 200 threes coming off the bench last That's year the key. And, and had a career season yep. last year. So so we will see. Uh, let's get to some last-minute rumors here um, mm-hmm. because the Magic's name has been linked with some free agents. Um, one you and I spoke with before we popped on, and another one I'm going to surprise you with. Um, but you and I were actually on the air on ESPN 5 at Orlando. You can listen to ESPN Afternoon to Scott Inez, 4 to 6 on ESPN 580, and the name Justin Holiday was brought up mm-hmm. uh, in an article from Ian Begley and the Magic being a potential suitor for a Justin Holiday. Decent three-point shooter, shot yeah. around 38%, 39% from three last year, which would put him second on the Magic behind DJ Augustine in three-point shooting. Yeah, didn't get as many minutes, of he course, didn't. as a T. Ross. No, he did Averaged not. Averaged about 10 a game, right? Yeah, played, uh, played for both Chicago and Memphis last year. Uh, that felt like a Terrence Ross hedge to me for Orlando. Like, well, okay, we, we better have a plan B. Yes. After what we just after what we just said, we better have a plan B here just in case, right? Yes. No, I agree. That feels like kind of a hedge. It feels like, all right, if Terrence Ross walks, what is a cheap alternative? Give me a Terrence Ross, like knockoff. I guess I don't know. Give wow. me a Terrence Ross alternative that we're going to be able to fit inside of the options that we have here while bringing back Nick Vucevic or someone like that, they have to find some offense. This team is, if you lose Terrence Ross and Nick Vucevic, what are you losing, about 30 points a game? Well, yeah, over that, right? Over that. Over that. About, what What did Vuce average? About 20 last year? Yeah, I think it was 20. And, 35 and Ross points was about, a game? It was, Russ, Russ was on 15, I guess yeah. you're right. Um, Yeah, I think you have to find a way to get some of that back. Now, shot more shots will go to Gordon and more to Isaac, and yeah. you'll have Mo Bamba playing, of course. But if you lose 30 points a game... You know, you're gonna need Terrence. You're gonna need. You're gonna need to oh, replace. No, let's that. not even go there. You're talking about 35 points per game. We cannot go there now. Um, c- could we? Could we? Could we survive and thrive losing one? Quite possibly. But Nick, you're in a position. 
with the Orlando Magic to where you've dug yourself out of a monster hole over the previous six years. You can't go backward here. Mm -hmm. you got to keep going forward. And I know that Jeff Weltman has to have his number for both Terrence Ross and Nick Vucevic. And you want to be smart with your salary cap going forward because I do believe that starting next year and certainly the year after, the Orlando Magic will be very, very active in free agency over the summertime. I think this is the last year in which the Magic will sort of be, you know, a little bit quiet and reserved. I think the Magic are going to become the Magic again starting next year over the summertime. But you cannot go backward here. You've got to continue to go forward. You've got to continue to build on the momentum that you built last year. And that I and I I'll keep saying it, you gotta go out and and somehow, some way keep both of these guys. Okay, so if the Magic lose Terrence Ross, our guy Josh Robbins of the Athletic, if you do not subscribe to the Athletic, uh, make sure you do give yeah, Josh I, is really good. I got a chance to actually meet him for the first time because I'm oh, no kidding. I don't leave this to yeah, when you saw me meet him, um oh you had left the room, but I got a chance to actually meet him for the first time. We're gonna actually have him on the show next week, likely. Um but he actually put together a great article here on potential Terrence Ross um, replacements. Really? You want to go through the, yeah, the, let's the go list through. of names yeah, here real quick? Ahead. All right, this perked you up a little bit. I like it. All right, first guy on the list, Reggie Bullock. Yeah, okay. Um, he's not Terrence Ross. He's going to turn. Go he's going to turn twenty nine. Uh, this 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 next season, shot thirty nine percent from three. Uh, was a starter with the Pistons and the Lakers last year. Jamal Crawford. Uh, getting a little long in the tooth, mind He's you. He's been in the league 19 years. How old is Jamal Crawford? He's, He's going to turn 40. He's going to turn 40 in March 2020. Ooh, um, that's a big ask of a Jamal Crawford. Now, I think he can still heat it up at times at the age of 40 off the bench. But no, that he's certainly nowhere near Terrence Ross. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I, I wouldn't necessarily sign up for that. And even Josh notes here, okay, this one would be a long shot. Yeah. Seth Curry is the next one. The other Curry brother. Look well, good with Portland. And, and there's, yeah, he, he did. Uh, played well come playoff time against his brother. I'm hearing Seth Curry to the Lakers as well. That's something to keep in mind here. I would love to see that. Uh, and and to not have Terrence Ross go to, um, go to the LA Lakers. But Seth Curry uh, is familiar with Orlando. I think we had him on a summer league team or two here. Uh, in O-Town. So uh, if you do lose a Terrence Ross, obviously you don't have the stature. You don't have the build like a Terrence Ross is. T. Ross no. is what, 6'7", and, and Curry is 6'2". Uh, so, mm-hmm. uh, but but can shoot it, can yes. certainly shoot it. So he, he doesn't, that's the name so far that kind of jumps out at me as being a possible replacement. Yeah, for he T-Ross. doesn't fit the Weltman, Hammond, Long Athletic. Right, right. He just, he doesn't. Next guy on this list is Troy Daniels. I'm still sticking with Seth Curry. Okay, Seth we'll Curry is on. number one on this list so this far. This is actually the name that I – this was a guy that I thought that Orlando would try to pick up last season, actually, and that's Wayne Ellington. Wayne Ellington, who was an unrestricted free agent, played with the Detroit Pistons last year. He's been in the league for 10 years. Uh, he's a consistent three-point shooter. Um, Wayne Ellington's an interesting guy. I think that he could be the guy that if you give some of that Terrence Ross workload to – uh, you'd have some pretty good results. Microwave type of player, will come off the bench, will not give you any issues. He's killed us over the years right. while playing for the Miami Heat. Um, wow. that um, yeah. Wayne Ellington has jumped to the top of this list with Seth Curry second. Yeah, so shot far. 37. Josh notes here, 37% of his threes he made on seven attempts per game. I like so that's Ellington. that's yeah. the kind of guy. I He was available last year. I thought the Magic were going to make a run at yeah. him, but... But they didn't. Um, Anybody else? Yeah. Well, Justin Holiday's on here. We already talked about him. I think there's two names left here. Um, no, there's actually. Wow. I mean, Josh. Josh did a lot of work here. Rodney <laughs> Deep Ho- dive, huh? Rodney Hood. Now, 
No, not a. You not and a big I were fan. in the building during the Rodney Hood game. Yeah, remember when he was playing? Was it for Utah? Yes. You and I. Do you remember the play-by-play guy for Utah losing his mind during? I forget who it was. He's a great talent, though. Rodney Hood is a video game right now. <laughs> He's losing his mind during that uh, broadcast. Okay. What, what, did, what did Hood shoot from three last year? I, I don't. When I think of Rodney Hood, I don't think of great three-point shooting. Um, last season, Utah and Cleveland, thirty-five uh, okay, percent from three. Not bad. Um, made a career best thirty-eight percent in twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen. We talked about Justin Holiday, Jeremy Lamb, the next guy here. Yeah. Uh, All right, let me quickly move on here. Eh. Uh, there's two more. Two more, real um, quick. Jody Meeks had him already. Yeah, uh, we, we've been there, done that. He's he's injured way too often. Austin Rivers. Uh, wow. Uh, combo guard. Okay. Winter Park, Winter Park, High, Park School. High School, baby. Doc Rivers' son would be playing here at home. I do like Austin, uh, but for. And then again, you know, he could play that point guard spot, too, and you don't know what's going on with Markel Fultz right now. Yeah, we're going to get to that in a second because there's Man, one more free I'll, agent that the Magic have been linked with that we'll I'm get I'm going to put Wayne Ellington on top of that list. Okay. Wayne and, Ellington and, more. And, and I'll, I'll, Austin go two? Austin, I'll go Austin, too. Okay. Yeah. And then you're going to get his soon-to-be brother-in-law, uh, number three. Oh, in, I didn't uh, know this. That's right, correct? I don't I don't know. Yeah, Austin. You tell me. Yeah, yeah, because, uh, no, yeah, brother-in-law, because Seth Curry is marrying Doc Rivers' oh, daughter. Oh, I did not know. That. This is right, right? Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, Seth Curry. Yeah, he's marrying one of the one of the Rivers. Oh, that's wonderful. That's got to be right. Yeah. Um, Doc Rivers. Yeah, he's his son-in-law. Jeez, Am I right oh, about man. this? means that I'm getting old, man. We're talking about the Rivers kids. I remember when the Rivers kids were running all around the <laughs> RDV Sportsplex. Is and that now right? Here we are. They're getting married, and they're they're well into their NBA careers. It really is amazing. Um. Yeah, he's marrying he's marrying into the Rivers family. So they're that's all great. that's why because during the Golden State Warriors run, yeah. Steph Curry had to beat um Austin. He had to beat the Clippers in round one. Right, right. His his who who of course would be Seth's father in law. He had to beat Austin in round two with the Rockets, and then he had to be Seth in round round wow. three. Wow. Keeping um, it all in the family. Yeah. I so love it. Good yeah. for him. Wayne Ellington, Austin Rivers, Seth yeah. Curry, those yeah, three. I think so. Okay. Yeah. Um let's get to one last thing and then we'll get to to Markel Fultz here because the one other guy that the Magic are rumored to be in the conversation for, and this was a guy you brought up on a very early episode of the podcast that my jaw is still on the ground about, <laughs> and that would be Thomas Sadoransky. I like Sadoransky. Um, the write-up here from NBC Sports Washington, Sadoransky will draw plenty of interest um, among the teams expected to check in on him. Mavericks, Pacers, Celtics, and Magic for yeah. Thomas Sadoransky. I, I like Sadoransky a lot. Um He's very versatile, can handle the rock. He's got a little bit of a mean streak to him, can shoot it as well. I like Sadoransky. Now, again, um, do you make a move like that if you're the Orlando Magic, if you're confident that Markel Fultz can come back at 100% strength next year? And that's what we kind of need to talk about a little bit. John Hammond did an interview this week and said that he does not know when Markel Fultz is going to be ready to go. There's a lot of uncertainty around Markel Fultz. Yeah, there is. Um, I don't know. I mean, they, they are holding this extremely close to the vest. I have no idea how the workouts are going for Markel Fultz. I don't know what the plan is for Markel Fultz going forward. I do know this. We're only in, in, we're, we're here at the end of June, start of July. I'm not going to push the panic button just yet on Markel Fultz. Then again, we don't we don't know what's going on. But you would think if if some good things were going on with Markel Fultz, like somebody would leak that somewhere. 
Right? Wouldn't you think there so? There would be a video I, I know. or something. They'd be like, something. oh, so, how did this person get so, in the gym? Something. Something. And we're, we're not hearing anything. Which, to me, in my experience, it concerns me a little bit. The but silence is beginning to press in just a little bit. Is it, it panic time only, yet? No, 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 no. We're only at the end of June. Now, if you get me to the middle to end of August... And we're still hearing nothing from Markel Fultz. No videos, no team officials coming out saying he's doing a great job. No Markel, no nothing. I'm getting a little concerned there. Are you? So you're not panicking? No, not yet. No, 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 no. no. Stop it! I'm hitting the panic Danger button. Really? Yeah. Already? Danger it's only the end of June, Nikki football. There's a lot of time left, I get it, but there has been no good pub whatsoever. Uh, they're taking their time, I understand, but if this guy is not going to be ready to go, and if I'm if I'm seeing us in on Justin Holiday, uh, which I know he's not a point guard, mm-hmm. but he's a guy you could probably hand the ball to, we're in on guys like Thomas Sadoransky. Austin Rivers. Austin Rivers. Yeah. Um, yeah. It doesn't bode well. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it shakes out. Uh, I still think it was a really good deal for the Orlando Magic. They took a bit of a flyer at the trade deadline, but you get a guy who was the number one pick in the draft a few years ago. Uh, my concern was that the whole shoulder thing was in his head. I still believe it's in his head. You've got to work the kinks out. And even if it takes you into the NBA season, yeah, we'll probably push the panic button before that. But even if it takes you into the NBA season, you have to do it right because you got one chance with this kid. Because if it is in his head, like I said, you got one chance to get it out. And Can if we not, send you're him done. to like the Dalai Lama or something like that? I, I, dude, I don't, Tony I don't, Robbins? I don't know. They got a lot of money in the Orlando Magic franchise. We got to get a specialist <laughs> in there. We need. Oh, I'm sure. Look, look, Can we, we get. You and I, you and I both know. Let's get the Inception people in. Can yeah. we get Ellen Page and Leo <laughs> DiCaprio in there or something? You and I both know that Jeff Weltman and John Hammond, if you and nothing I should else, do that. They, they are extremely thorough and they're going to take this one step at a time. Inception 2 into the fault. I like it. I like it. All right. So final right. prediction here. Yeah. Nick Vucevic, when we we're going to we will have a podcast from us on on Sunday night, Monday, um detailing some of this stuff. Nick Vucevic will be where? Orlando. Terrence Ross will be where? Los Angeles. Wow. I hate to say that, man. Thomas Sadaransky will be where? To, I, no. I, I, <laughs> I I'm both I'm I am hoping that both are in Orlando, but if you're pressing me right now on Friday afternoon, Vooch, Magic, T. Ross, Laker. I got such a strange feeling that they're both gone, but I think really? Vooch, I think Vooch ends up back. Terrence Ross is the real wild card here. Yeah, yeah. I think they're both back. Okay. I'm going right, to go on the record. I think they're both back, and the Magic try to run this thing back next year and make the playoffs again. That is our NBA free agency mega cast, mega sode, whatever you want to call it. Um, we will be back on Monday with a recap of everything that happened on Sunday, especially if there is some big-time Orlando Magic news uh, as we uh, get closer and closer to NBA free agency here. Uh, if you are listening for the first time, thanks for hanging out and joining us. Welcome to the family. You can get this podcast wherever you can find podcasts. You can rate, review, subscribe, leave us a little note. He is Scott Inez. Uh, you can hear him weekdays on ESPN 580 Orlando. Uh, 4 to 6 p.m. and follow him on Twitter at Inez Says, especially this weekend. He'll have all the magic nuggets for you. And the same thing with me at ESPN 580 Nick. I am Nick Grunowitz. You can hear me with Scotty uh, and as well weeknights 6 to 8 p.m. or right on ESPN 580 Orlando. Uh, until next time, go magic. <laughs>